All right, what's going on, guys? Welcome back. My name is Mateo. Good to be with you guys today. If it sounds like my voice is a little bit deeper, if it sounds like I have grown like a third Adam's apple on my neck, it's because, guys, I've decided to do away with the soy in my diet. I'm making a lot of changes. I'm turning over many new leaves that I don't smoke. And I have quit tobacco. I have quit uh, soy. I'm no longer eating sugar. I'm trying to do too many things at once. It's probably going to end up in a disaster. I'm probably going to end up at like some club four in the morning binging out because I'm like, I need something, you know. So hopefully that doesn't happen this time. But yes, I'm making the change. I'm turning over the leaves. And by the way, do you guys know like how much soy is in your food? I mean, it's unbelievable. I mean, you go in the bread aisle and you look for bread that doesn't have soy in it. Every single loaf that you look at, other than, of course, Killer Dave's bread, is going to have soy in it. And so, I mean, just look at this guy. Look at Killer Dave, bro. He's got, like, the big muscles. He's got, like, uh, you know, the 1890s mustachio. He looks like he's about to get into a bar fight, but he's serenading a woman at the time with his guitar. It's awesome. So, you know, you could puff at your chest, get a couple more hairs on your head, getting the soy out of your diet. And, of course, you can be like Jose Sanchez, you know, making deals on the dark web, bro. I mean, we're going to be making some Monero, selling some skills or something, whatever they do on the dark web. I don't know. I don't go on the dark web. Not my problem. Not my deal. Although I hear it's fun. And we're probably going to need it going into this brave new world that we're going into, man. It's wild. But we're not going to talk about that. We're going to keep it positive. Talking about so many of the great developments going on with Monero today. And I've been gone for, goodness, eight days, I think. And I saw so many of y'all's comments on uh, our last video, and that really gave me a lot of positive momentum. And I'm so happy that we have such a community here. I mean, we have so many great believers. We have so many great people who just love freedom. A very diverse community, too. So many people from many different parts of the world who love Monero. Oh, excuse me. And just want to see a better world. And it's great. It's great. So, I don't know where I was going with that. Love you guys. Let's just get into the content. Do, 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 do. I mean, I can't believe how much I've missed. And by the way, uh, there are other great channels out there doing the work. And as I've said before, if you guys are out there doing the work, let me know so I can give you guys a shout out because I want this to be a communal effort. Um, And one of those uh, groups that I love is the Open Economy Initiative. I need to catch up on all the great things that were going on in the world. And Scylla, I believe is your name, and Mike, they do a great job. So check out the Open Economy Initiative. Great folks over there talking about all the great developments going on with Monero. You'll love to see it. And, of course, check out Doug. Check out Kevin Wad. Check out, goodness, who else? I mean, some of you have commented on my channel saying that you had made some videos yourself. That's great. That's great. I love when people go out there to spread the word themselves. We love it. And one of the people we love, of course, is Cake Wallet, sponsor of the channel. Thank you, Cake Wallet. They do so many great things. Ahead of the curve, Cake Wallet. They are now, with the first piece of good news coming out from Monero, they are now close to offering purchases of XMR with debit and credit cards directly in our app. No Bitcoin. Or Litecoin in the middle, no separate onboarding straight to your non-custodial wallet. Easy as cake. Love it. So that is a super positive development because we made a video recently about how 
uh, Kraken in the UK was delisting Monero. And by the way, we're going to be talking with Arctic Mine about that tomorrow. Uh, he's very much oriented towards the legal side of this stuff. Just a brilliant guy on all fronts. I mean, he's been in this space for a decade. And we're going to be talking to him tomorrow. I've got a big list of things that I'm going to be asking him. Uh, but one of those things is why did Kraken decide to delist Monero? Well, it seems like it has to do with the blockchain forensics analytical companies that are partnering with these uh, exchanges who have problems with coins that they can't track easily. Uh, because these blockchain forensics companies, uh, they're starting to build a lot of relationships, not only with exchanges, but with regulators as well. And they want to look good to the regulator and they want to get more business by proving how effective they are. And so they want to say, hey, uh, all these coins, we can do really good jobs at tracking. But you know what? There's this one coin of Monero we can't track so well, so we can't be too sure that it's going to be used for uh, things that we know they're being used for because we're tracking it, right? And so that's something, again, we'll talk about with Arctic Mine about tomorrow, but that's why to some degree we've seen delistings from uh, South Korea, uh, Australia, and now the UK, it seems. So that's something to look out for. But with Cake Wallet, doesn't matter if all the exchanges shut it down, Cake Wallet's going to have our back. We're going to be able to buy it on Cake Wallet, which is just awesome. And they also mention Haveno up here. We're going to be talking a little bit about that. Great developments going on there. I'm going to have to do that in another video. We just have too much to go through. But they're getting closer to the rollout, and the user interface just looks dazzling. looks awesome. But they say, Haveno Dex inches closer and closer to a proper BISC replacement. And BISC is a peer-to-peer exchange based on Bitcoin. Havana is going to be a peer-to-peer private exchange based on Monero. And they're going to integrate atomic swaps. Again, we'll, we're going to get to that here in a sec. And... Monero ATMs are popping up faster than ever. We've also made videos on that. Go check it out. That's important to check out. It's very important to check out our video because a lot of those ATMs, they want a lot of data on you when you're using the ATM. And if you're about privacy, you're about Monero, uh, well, maybe that's not going to be in your wheelhouse. But look, if we want mass adoption, not everyone's going to be geniuses in regards to privacy. Not everyone's going to really care about privacy. They're just going to care about having fungible, scalable money. And so that's not too big of a concern. The more access people have to this stuff, the better. So, and that's before Lamasi Bitcoin even enabled XMAR on their machines. So more adoptions happening. You'll love to see it. And they also commented on Taproot. We made a video on that. Go check it out. Where that's going to make it easier for Bitcoin to be atomically swapped with Monero, uh, which is going to make a lot of capital move from Bitcoin into Monero more easily and privately. So just so many great things happening. So many great things happening. And we love Cake Wallet for being on the cutting edge. And as they say here, Monero will remain on the bleeding edge uh, with its privacy and security improvements. We believe these and other Monero integrations will truly take Monero to the next level. Right. We're about to just move to a new era, not only of Monero, but of cryptocurrency. And everyone's missing it because they're so bedazzled by these shiny objects that are just popping up everywhere. Sheep token, Dogecoin, Elon Musk, Dodge, Coin, Token, whatever. It's getting crazier every day. But uh, people are missing just the great things going on with what was the OG crypto movement, which was getting people off the system and having people transact financially with each other without third parties, without anyone spying on what they're doing. This is the cutting edge. I mean, this is the future right here. And we're about to be just blasted into a portal. I don't care what CERN's working on. That is just nothing compared to the black holes which are opening up here to a new world of liberty and freedom with 
decentralized peer-to-peer atomic swap laden exchanges. I mean, come on. That's crazy. And Cake Wallet, of course. That's awesome. So let's move to the next piece of news. Community fork of Cake Wallet. Now, we don't need to go too much into this, but one thing I want to comment on is that atomic swaps are being integrated into mobile applications. So, you know, you have Cake Wallet, or this guy says Monerujo, which is another wallet. You'll be able to do atomic swaps on your phone, mobilely. So that's going to be amazing. You're not going to need like a huge GUI desktop wallet. You're going to be able to do it on some of these apps on your phone. That's how easy it's going to be. Now, some people speculate that this could be maybe a year or two away, uh, but it's on its way either way. And as this becomes easier to do, it's going to be really good for the entire crypto community. The entire crypto community could like swap into Monero if they're in a surveillance coin like Bitcoin, and then they could swap back out into Bitcoin and they could have privacy that way. Pretty much it's like using a coin join that works a lot better than a coin join, right? Because there are problems with coin join. We've talked about that. But back to more news. Vic from Cakewalt, he says, there are some key issues to overcome when building atomic swaps for mobile. Uh, he says this is more so for IRS, or iOS, the IRS is not going to be happy about this. Uh, And then he says, it will be very difficult, but for Android, it may be possible. So they're working on this now. The Monero Bros will find a way. They're genius. Very smart people. So new opportunities abounding. My Monero users can now directly purchase Monero with Fiat as well. So this is another way that you can get access to Monero with fiat, you don't have to go into Bitcoin. You don't have to go on TradeOgre or KuCoin uh, or CakeWallet with your Bitcoin to flip it into Monero. Now you can get it with fiat now. So the more opportunities we have with people going from fiat, which is what people typically have, into Monero, the more accessible it's going to be, the better, and the more legitimacy it's going to have, right? Because if you've got to tell somebody, hey, you got to go into this coin and then you got to go to like Trade Ogre, right? Like you don't want to be telling people, hey, you got to go into Trade Ogre to buy this stuff. It's like, uh, am I going to get arrested <laughs> going to Trade Ogre? Are they going to take my money? What's going on? Uh, you got to go to the heart of Mordor to pick up Monero. No, that's not attractive, right? You want to tell them, hey, you can just buy it on Cake Wallet with your money. Uh, you can go to my Monero and do that as well. So that's positive, right? It's a better sell. It makes it have more legitimacy. That is something to note. So let's see what some people are thinking about this. Yeah, they're still working on it. So this is good stuff. In other news, uh, RandomX, our wonderful mining system on Monero, which allows you to mine Monero with your laptop, it is the two-year anniversary of RandomX, which now that we are in 2021, uh, it's just become so key to have RandomX. I mean, it makes so much more sense now. And you even have had, um, I believe some people in Bitcoin say, hey, uh, maybe we should do the same thing. Because it looks like centralization is starting to happen in Bitcoin. Uh, This could have certain implications. Now, these are uh, quiet voices in the broad ruckus that is going on in the crypto community and in the Bitcoin community. Uh, Not many people are paying attention to this. But um, you're going to see more centralization. We've talked about that in different videos. And the fact that we now have decentralized peer-to-peer mining pools that you could participate in with your laptop. I mean, it's just amazing, the decentralized nature of Monero. And that's what 
I love about the Monero Bros. They think ahead. They think like five, ten years ahead. In this case, it was only a couple of years that we can now see the value of having that. So ASICs resistant mining, very important. And look at the hash rate. It just keeps going up. Look at that appreciation in the hash rate. So the network's becoming ever more secure. You'll love to see it. So let's go ahead and talk about now the rising transaction volumes. And this is something that we have noted consistently over the channel. It just continues to rise uh, because the real-world applications for Monero are growing. And now that we are going to have Haveno, the decentralized peer-to-peer exchange that is based on Monero, now that we're going to have that, now that more atomic swap opportunities are opening up, now that people are going to be able to buy the stuff with fiat, you're going to have more accessibility, number one, and you're going to have more use case. Because one of the reasons people use Bitcoin more than Monero is because Bitcoin is a liquidity pool that people go into to go from one crypto to another. In many uh, circumstances, you can't go from you know Dogecoin into uh, you know Cosmos, or you can't go from... Uh, you know, uh, chain link into sheep token. Like that's not something you could do. You, you have to go to, uh, you know, Bitcoin first before you can make that change. And so it is a medium by which a lot of funds pass through to get to other cryptos. Monero is going to be able to fill that role and it's going to be able to fill that role better and in a more trustless way. Because when you are on BISC, for example, or it's not a centralized exchange, it's decentralized, but it's still based on Bitcoin. You don't know if the Bitcoin that you're getting is tainted or not. And you also don't know uh, the history behind that Bitcoin, who's tracking that Bitcoin, uh, etc. And so going into Monero is just going to make that a lot more carefree for people. It's going to make it easier. Because with the IRS getting $80 billion in funding, over the past, or with the new bill that's coming, uh, they're going to have $80 billion over the next 10 years, which is just an unprecedented increase in funding that they have for enforcement. They're going to go after the crypto bros. They're developing new technologies to uh, scour the blockchain and to harvest taxes from people who haven't been paying their taxes, which is just a number of people, right? Uh, a lot of people are going to wake up to this and they're going to say, hey, you know what? I'd rather just be on something like Havana, where my activities are being tracked and traced. Now, pay your taxes, of course. You got to comply with the law. I'm not saying you shouldn't, but I'm just saying people are going to think this way. So that's going to bring a lot of flows into Monero as well. Uh, so check this out. Monthly transaction count. If you go back to January 2021, we were at about 6% of the Bitcoin transactions, uh, as far as Monero to Bitcoin transactions are concerned. So you had 600,000 Monero transactions and then you had 10 million Bitcoin transactions. And now you've got 915,000 Monero transactions and 8.3 billion, oh goodness, 8.3 million Bitcoin transactions. So the ratio is now at 11%. So it keeps rising, the ratio of Monero transactions to Bitcoin. Now, the argument, of course, is that a lot of those transactions are taking place now in the Lightning Network. Uh, to some degree, that's true. But, uh, yeah, that's all I'd say. But, yeah, <laughs> and that is something to consider when you look at those uh, metrics there. 
But I think that uh, for the coin card metrics, if I remember right, you had, I think you had 50% of the coin cards being purchased with Bitcoin. And then you had 2% of the coin cards being purchased with Lightning Network Bitcoin on the Lightning Network. So it's not that much. Uh, It's material, but it's not that much. But nevertheless, you still see a roaring increase in the transaction volumes going on with Monero. Check out that trend. And it's just going to go nuclear. It's going to continue. And as more transactions take place off of the exchanges, I mean, that's just going to bump that price up, dude, because we've talked about price manipulation here on the channel. Uh, There are just so many shorts against Monero for whatever reason. Now, we don't know if it's purposeful price manipulation. We don't really know what's going on. There are a lot of theories out there. We've talked about all that with Kevin Wad, with the Body Anarchist here on this channel. I'll link it. But when you have more transactions taking place on decentralized exchanges, well, that's going to make it so that it can't be shorted or manipulated as easily because Monero is being used in the real world for real world applications. People aren't going to be using this stuff to do funny things like short right? And people aren't going to be able to take Monero, which is left on exchanges by people who unfortunately leave it on there. I mean, you got to take your Monero off the exchanges, guys. Remember to do this. I keep forgetting to remind people of this. I'll try to remember. But yeah, take your Monero off the exchanges. But because that Monero is not going to be on the exchanges as much, it's going to be on these decentralized exchanges, going to be being bought and sold in the real economy for goods and services. Well, it's going to be harder to short. And it's going to be harder to get away with funny stuff if that funny stuff is happening, right? Which we are quite suspicious there is funny stuff happening. So that is something to note. That's positive for the price. So let's go to the next thing. We're excited to share that the first XMAR Ethereum atomic swap of this project has occurred on Arbitrum. Or Arbitrum, yeah. So Monero Ethereum atomic swaps are now in action. The first one has been done. That was fast, dude. That was like wicked fast. Thank you, Elizabeth Ethereum. What a cool name. That's pretty dope. Uh, For doing that and for your work on the project, that is just absolutely wonderful. So we have Monero Bitcoin atomic swaps, Monero Ethereum atomic swaps. And given that so many tokens trade on Ethereum, now you have a huge, huge highway system, which was just built between Ethereum and Monero and many other coins as well. Now, the gas prices are problematic. I don't have to tell you that. And who knows what's going to be the future of Ethereum? I don't know. There seem to be other competitors coming out of the woodwork, which could be challenging Ethereum. Now, I'm interested to see what's going on with Darrow. They're supposed to be rolling out on the mainnet in the third quarter, and now it's the fourth quarter. Uh, I'm curious to see what developments are going on with that. I have not kept up with that, but that's something which promises to be a smart contract platform, which is by default private. So there are interesting things going on with that project. Uh, We'll see where that goes. I've made a video on it. If I have space, I will link it. Uh, Otherwise, it's called Dare Deep Dive Alien Technology or something like that. It's pretty cool. But yeah, that is really, really good. I mean, just more capital is being made available to getting into Monero. And there will be a demand to get into Monero because people are going to wake up more and more to how little privacy there is with Bitcoin and especially Ethereum. Ethereum is even less private than Bitcoin. So, do, do, do. Yeah, Sam, uh, you're like, dude, are you kidding me? Already done? Right. Monero first. I got to tweet Monero first more often. 
You guys like Monero First, don't you? If you like Monero First, comment Monero First. We love it. So let's go ahead and get to the next piece of news. Well, this goes into more detail on the Ethereum Atomic Swap developments. Elizabeth Banks, software engineer at blockchain R&D firm Chainsafe Systems, and contributors have completed the XMAR Ethereum Atomic Swap project, making their first uh, XMAR and Ethereum Atomic Swap. So that's great. Atomic Swaps also referred to as atomic cross-chain trading, are generally regarded as one of the most genuine peer-to-peer methods for trading crypto assets as they allow two parties to trade tokens from two different blockchains without the need for a third party. Yeah, it's totally trustless. Totally awesome. Arbitrum is an optimistic roll-up layer 2 solution, and it is intercomparable or intercompatible with Ethereum. So this is a layer 2 solution. Monero atomic swaps are made possible by new technologies and concepts that are being implemented by multiple teams, including a community-funded software project called Farcaster and an algorithmically similar effort by the Comet system. So a lot of people work on the stuff. Amazing. Amazing. So the universe is opening up. It is just going nuclear. Asking the community for feedback. So we've talked about this, I think, before, but this person's working on so many great things. I just want to give them a shout-out. Hey, I'm Pluja. I want to ask the community for advice. So they're working on several projects. Uh, one of these projects is to point out to the Bitcoin bros and to people in other cryptocurrencies how not private their Bitcoin is and how easily their personal identifiable information uh, there's another way to say that. Their personal information, whatever, could be linked to their Bitcoin. And this person is working on that at KYC, uh, not me, or KYC, not dot me. I see your cash. Uh, anyways, uh, also it is listed on my awesome privacy. So let's check that out. That sounds cool. This is on GitHub. Yeah, they're working on a whole bunch of stuff. I don't get GitHub. Not smart enough. So I started a whole new project this time exclusively Monero-focused. I call it the Monero-J project. Uh, for this, I've recently acquired some new Monero-related domains. Uh, this new project. Nobody's taken... Oh, I can't say it. I have an idea for a website, and somebody contacted me about setting up a website. Um, I have to look more into this company, though. I want to talk with them, see what's going on. But they want to host my website. They want to make me a website and host it if I talk about their... Uh, project, and they say they only accept Monero, but I have to look more into the project. It sounds interesting. But I have a domain name idea. Uh, hosted on Monero J Info. We'll be focusing, uh, hold on, we'll be focusing to be a guide for onboarding and explaining Monero basics and benefits in a newbie friendly way. Here are some sneak picks of what it will be. And these picks are pretty cool. So this is going to be, I guess, the page home and it's got basic questions about Monero and it looks like things will probably be uh, explained in a simple and succinct way because there are many questions that people have about this stuff including me I mean the amount of stuff that I've learned since starting this channel has been just exponential but I spent a lot of time on Reddit that's where I learned a lot of this stuff and, of course, talking to people like Arctic Mine and mad scientist geniuses like that, which is pretty much the entirety of the Monero community. But, yeah, that's great. And let's check out image number two. Uh, there's more here. Monero versus Lightning Network. That will be interesting. I'm excited to see that. Monero versus other privacy coins. So that's just great. That's just great. 
So the site content will be available in English, Spanish, and French. That's great. That is awesome. So more people are going to learn about this stuff. Very good. From the very start, and I will make the content with as much quality as possible. And this person wants money. Give money. That's great. So more education going on. And remember, if you guys have your own particular project that you want me to talk about that I could support, let me know. Um, Monero first. We need more people on board. Now, this is something from the Bitcoin bro, Popliano, who we've talked about a lot. Check out our Bitcoin video. It's pretty funny. Uh, Bitcoin is the most transparent system in the world. Now, does that excite you? Does that get you sogged up? <laughs> I don't think so. Does it get me sogged up? That makes me scared. I don't want it to be a transparent system. Uh, and I hear people who are like, well, Matt, we'll get the governments on it. We'll know everything they're doing. And in moral philosophy, we have something called the persuasion problem. And the persuasion problem says, yes, we could philosophically figure out what good is. We could philosophically determine what is evil, what you should do, what you shouldn't do, what you ought to do, what you ought not do. But how do you convince people to act in accordance with the moral philosophical truths which are established? And that is what you're going to run into here. How are you going to convince governments which are corrupt by their very nature to take on a technology which makes that corruption quite obvious and easily uh, or easily uh, convictable? Like, how are you going to convince them to do that? Like, they went off the gold standard. They went on the gold standard. Then they went off the gold standard. What happened? What happens if they go off the Bitcoin standard? How are you going to keep them on the Bitcoin standard? Right? Oh, we'll make it part of the law. Well, they're in charge with the law. They change the law. That's what they do. So how are you going to keep governments on a Bitcoin standard? I mean, I don't know how you're going to onboard them in the first place. I don't get it. We'll see what happens. But some people say it's going to be like a game theory thing. You know, if other countries start to get onboarded, uh, then they're going to benefit the most. We'll see about that. I mean... Empires rise, empires fall. They may get a lot of money at first, but they're going to blow it. So in the long term, does it really matter? Because corruption is going to take over. Corruption is going to do what corruption does, which is to act in the shadows, to be nefarious, and to suck all the wealth out of the system that they can. And if Bitcoin does not help them do that, then they're going to brush it aside, and they're going to get rid of it. So that's just something I wanted to note. And as far as the little guy in our new 1984 Brave New World using what this guy is calling the most transparent system in the world, no thanks. I'm good. That's why I don't own Bitcoin. I own zero Bitcoin. Zero. Although I did get a Bitcoin donation. Thank you so much to whoever did that. And remember, guys, if you send me donations, uh, send me like an email. Uh, if you want to do like a private super chat, uh, I could give you a shout out, whatever it is you want me to say. I will say it. I'll let you use my mouth. Oh, that doesn't sound right. Anyway, so Arctic Mind talks about uh, blockchain surveillance here. Again, we're talking to them all. But Silo Nemo, who I think is a fan of the channel. What's up, Silo? You're cool. He says, over time, the sophistication of the tech used to glimpse into Bitcoin will increase and render it more and more transparent, not only due to issues of surveillance, but because lots of parties will want to pay good money for that data. All the more reason why XMR will be the safe haven for those who truly want privacy in their transactions. And I agree with this. I agree 100%. Like their technology and their AI algorithms are going to become ever more developed. Now, it's sort of an arms race. 
Bitcoin with Taproot makes it a little bit more private in regards to people wanting to get onboarded to different layer two solutions, maybe do atomic swaps into Monero. But then again, they can still link that Bitcoin to you, or at least they can probabilistically link that Bitcoin to you. And just because it's probabilistic doesn't mean that they can't make some actionable determinations as to how risky that Bitcoin is. And they can track the Bitcoin, right? And exchanges could, uh, you know, make it so that you can't cash it out. It could be put on some kind of blacklist, right? And Arctic Mine, he has some issues with how federal regulators make these determinations, as he talks about here. But I still think that they're going to be able to develop their surveillance technologies to an extent where you'd rather just use Monero. You don't want to worry about all that stuff, right? Especially with everything that we've looked at on this channel, with people being kicked out of exchanges, uh, with their Bitcoins being seized by the feds with the Bitcoins on the exchanges, uh, with certain marketplaces being shut down because they're able to track a Bitcoin to a particular hosting service. I mean, there has been enough evidence for me to determine Bitcoin to, yes, be very transparent and transparent enough to where it's a problem in this brave new world. Now, if we weren't in this brave new world, maybe it'd be worthwhile, but still, you'd have a fungibility problem. You'd still have other issues that Monero is taking care of, like the scalability issues, right? I mean, if you get onboarded to layer two, uh, who's going to be mining layer one? Is that going to be profitable? Especially is it going to be profitable in this world where electricity prices are going up? So just a lot of considerations, and I think Monero has addressed a lot of that. So what else is going on, bro? What else is going on? My Twitter, who needs it? Trade Ogre. Now let's see what's going on with Trade Ogre. Let's get the news. In the markets, wow, we are in a sea of red. Someone called Moses. All right. Bitcoin XMR down to $230. Wow. Getting killed. Getting killed. Looks like it's not doing too hot against Bitcoin, and it's just not doing too hot in general. Everyone's freaking out about this new uh, variant, I guess. I'm tuned out. I just can't deal with it anymore. It's just so dumb. Uh, R is on the way down. Looks like somebody wants to buy a good little bag right there. And we could go on. Let's just go ahead and make this short and sweet. There is a lot of good stuff to talk about there. So let me know what you think about all these developments. I think that there's a lot of great stuff going on. And I'm very happy uh, with all the developments going on. We definitely need some good news with everything going on in the world. I'll tell you what. And you guys have seen my recent videos. I have been a little bit dispirited, but this stuff brings my spirits back up. You guys bring my spirits back up. I mean, we just have such a wonderful community here. And I hope that we can continue uh, to move into the future, fighting tyranny and making these parallel economic systems grow and become more strong and to make it so that fellow people of our wonderful race, the human race, can transact with each other, provide value with each other without sick sociopathic third parties wanting to squelch the life, the wealth and everything else out of you. Your soul, too. They want your soul. Anyways, I think that's it. Remember, guys, Dave's Killer Bread, dude. Check it out. Get the soy out of your diet. Get that hair on your chest. Unless you're a woman. I, I think it makes you more of a woman because soy is like estrogen-based, uh, estrogenic or something like this. Women being more women, I like that idea. But either way, 
Let's not go on another rant. Minerva Mateo, check out the social media links below. Check out our donation links as well. Thank you again for all the donors. And thank you again for our patrons. I forgot to name them at the beginning of the show. Josh, Lutz, Henrik, Ronan, Stewart, and Ken. Thank you so much for supporting the channel. And uh, that's it. That's it. Have a wonderful day. Have a wonderful night. I'll see you next time. Bye.